Guys, for the pledge. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Tonight's meeting, like all of our meetings, is divided into two parts. The first part will be the public hearing, hearings on the four appeals that are brought before this board. Pursuant to the charter of the city of Brexville, this board is authorized to hear public hearings. And the purpose of that is for us to then make a vote to recommend the granting of a variance that you've requested. Variance is you asking <clears throat> for, whatever, for whatever hardship that you're presenting to us not to have the building or zoning code apply to your situation. Um, the, our code recognizes that property is unique and there may be circumstances in which the it would be unfair or unjust to apply that code to you. So you give the opportunity to explain why it should not be applied and that it should be, uh, a variance should be granted. One of the factors, <clears throat> in addition to hardship, is how it would impact your neighbors because they're the ones who see your property. They're the ones who may be most impacted by what you're doing. So for that reason, we certainly appreciate those who have gotten um, emails or letters of support from their neighbors. We certainly appreciate uh, appellants who have spoken with their neighbors about what's going on. But if none of that has happened, anyone who's here tonight will have a chance to ask questions about the uh, variants brought before us as well as members from the board will ask questions if they have them um, we've all read your materials we've all seen your materials visited in one way or another the um, property so we have a general sense of what the uh, issue is but that doesn't mean we know everything so feel free to tell us whatever it is that you need to uh, tell us to support your request for a variance as i said at the beginning we recommend uh, the granting of variances the Board of Zoning Appeals does not grant variances. Uh, that is, that a power vests in City Council, and they'll be meeting a week from today, a week from tomorrow, I'm sorry, right here, and that's when they will take upon the recommendations. You need four of the seven members. We only have six members here today. Um, so you'll need four votes of the um, six that are here for this variance to be recommended to City Council. If you get those four votes, it'll pass on to City Council. If you don't get the four votes, it will end here, pursuant to our charter. So that's how that works. Uh, immediately following our public hearings, we'll go to our regular meeting, and that's where the vote takes place. We encourage you to stick around for that. Two reasons. One, you'll hear what the vote is, um, so you'll know today. And secondly is that you, uh, there may be follow-up questions. Something might pop in somebody's mind. If you're not here we t to answer a follow-up question, then we might be left with that question. So we, we encourage you to stick around um, for, the, um, for the vote. With that being said, please call the uh, roll. Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hassman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Uh, the first appeal of public hearing is Appeal 2023-03. And I want to get their reading right. It is uh, Fred Ramos um, for Anna uh, Tarasca, and I, if I messed that up, I apologize, for a variance from Section 1185.03a, maximum fence height of four foot to allow six foot fence height, and two, a variance from Section 1185.02d to install a solid board type fence instead of the permitted type of fence. 
and three, a variance from section 1151.234B to allow a fence to be located uh, in other than the rear or side yard as required by code, and four, a variance from section 1151.03C to install a fence on a vacant lot not permitted located at 131 61 Chippewa Road, permanent process 602-30-018. And I, I'm just, you know, for the record, and Mr. Hasman will take this over, I'm recusing myself from this because uh, in the past um, I had um, provided some counseling to Mr. Anzalone, so uh, I'm going to recuse. So there will be uh, the five of us and Mr. Hasman, you can take over the public hearing. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, will the appellant please uh, step forward and uh, identify yourself for the record? Yes. <clears throat> uh, good evening, everyone. My name is Fred Ramos, and I represent the property owners. Uh, if I may, I do have some pictures that I'd like to uh, pass around. Please do. If you don't mind. Thank you very much. What do they say? A picture says a thousand words, so that'll <laughs> shorten my presentation. Um, basically, we're looking, <clears throat> we're looking for a variance and this particular lot or residential home is located just east of, of Riverview, you know, right, right behind the bar, right behind a, uh, the vet center over there. It is, there's five and a half acres. The home sits with some accessory buildings on seven different lots. Uh, so consequently, we're about 200 feet. The home itself is about 200 feet back from 82. And basically what they're looking to do is that they're looking to put a fence behind the property line on the, on the west side of their property, <clears throat> on the west side of their property going back. They are surrounded, uh, basic, well, first of all, their frontage is 82. The eastern portion is the Metro Parks the southern portion is the Metro Parks, so we're just talking about the uh, the west 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 side behind the property line. Mm -hmm. Basically, there is uh, it is a zoned residential. It is adjacent to commercial property. Uh, there's a bar as well as a vet center. They're looking to put a fence there for purposes of uh, privacy as well as security. And they, they would run it right along the trees. They are asking to put a six-foot fence. And I, I appreciate the fact that uh, uh, the code only allows for four, four uh, feet. However, one of the things that I did notice, according to your code, is that on commercial property, someone is allowed to put six feet. So basically, <coughs> what we're trying to do is just put six feet along the uh, commercial residential uh, property line. Mm -hmm. Also, in terms of the other variants, as far as a vacant lot, we are putting this fence on property that is adjacent to the residential house because this, uh, this residence consists of seven different uh, lots. And what we're trying to do is put the fence right along the lot line going all the way back. This, uh, we contend that this fence would not be very visible from the street. Uh, the, only, the only people that it would be visible to, of course, is the property owners and the, bar, uh, the people that patronize the bar 
as well as the uh, uh, the vet, uh, the vet uh, uh, place. Uh, and once again, as I indicated, we're asking for the variance for purposes of security as well as for privacy. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ramos. Um, <clears throat> so let me just be clear. There's a, an empty lot between where the fence could be and the house. And that empty lot between the house and where the fence is proposed is owned by the, um, the house to the east, to this, to this, to this individual? No, I, I don't. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if we have an extra picture. Thank you. Um, basically, basically, the house, the house is situated there. Yes. They own all this land. You know, they, the property owner owns all this land. Yes. The fence would start right over here, behind the behind the property. It, I'm looking at it over here. It, it oh, is, I'm sorry. Yeah. They own all this land here. This is, this is out uh, there. They own seven acres, uh, five and a half acres. They're putting it right on the property line. This is the commercial. Yeah. This is uh, by the vets as well as by the bar. And what they're doing is they're putting it behind the property line going back along this tree line here. Mm -hmm. okay. Thank you. Um, so, so I guess my next question might be uh, this uh, situation has been going on for a number of years. I think I read in here that it's approximately 12 years or so. What what has uh, what's been the catalyst that has caused them to think that they need to do something about it now? Uh, that I. Victor, you want to take that question? Sure. Uh, yeah. Could you just approach, please? Yeah, excuse me, sir. Could you please step forward and and give us identify yourself for the record? Yes, my name's uh, Victor Anzalone. I'm uh, the husband of Anna Tvaroska. She's the uh, property owner. We're the property owners. Um, if I could just respond to your previous question, it, the in in property appraisals or real estate, it's common to have uh, multiple parcels that make up a single home, residential home or commercial. Um, so that's not uncommon. It's not uh, per se a vacant lot. It's a it's a parcel that's been consistently used with the small family home for a period of sixty plus years. So they had uh, you know animals there previously in a, a small barn. But it, but it's owned. It's owned by. It's all you. owned by by us. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. So it's uh, it's you. all one common ownership, and it's been that way for sixty plus years. Got it. Even the prior. Uh, the prior owners used it as one property. It was purchased as one, you know, Years ago. Yeah. And then, I'm sorry, your, your other question. Yeah. Well, why, why all of a sudden are you requesting this variance? It, it's just, you know, it's been an accumulation of years and years and years of, uh, you know, unfortunately, when we go out in our backyard, um, you know, we have cameras which are pointed at us from the veterinarian clinic and the veterinarian's husband Steve uh, has made repeated complaints that uh, we're somehow trespassing on his property which we are not so we get needless calls to the police department and the police department comes out and monitors the situation sits across the street or comes over and talks to us about it and uh, you know that that's one issue the the 
the patrons of the bar and the patrons of the vet clinic have been coming onto our property more frequently in the last couple of years. Um, they, uh, it's a wooded area. It's right by all three sides of our property border the park. So people get the impression that our backyard is the park, I think. And uh, some people, you know, unknowingly walk into the property from the cemetery, from uh, the adjacent business district. Uh, other people are a little more, you know, brazen about it. And, you know, we've asked them not to walk through the yard, but they continue to do so. Yeah, I guess I could understand why you would need a fence there, why you'd like to have a fence to keep people from wandering around in that area. Why the six-foot fence, and why should it be uh, a solid board fence rather than the prescribed board on board? So the, the reason why we're asking for six-foot is because it is adjacent to a commercial district. If it was a four-foot fence, people would just stand there and look into our backyard, and they could see right into our bedroom windows. Uh, with a six-foot fence, it Unless you're seven foot tall, mm -hmm. you're going to have a hard time standing on the fence and <clears throat> looking into the rear of our property and rear of our home. So, and the the solid board fence is 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 private. The the other types of fences, uh, they they really don't give you privacy. So there's no point in putting a fence. Mm -hmm. If one of, one of the things that seems kind of ironic and it's just the way the code is, the commercial property owners would be able to put a six-foot fence along that property, whereas because it is residential, he would be limited to the four But the problem is the whole, the whole idea is privacy as well as security, and that, that's why we're dealing with the, the uh, privacy. Based on where the cameras are situated on the veterinarian's property, uh, would a six-foot fence prevent them from looking into your bedroom windows? Yes, sir. Um, yes. Yes, it would. I think it is in part because of the terrain. I think that's just a little bit. The, the elevation of the clinic is, is about, depending where you're at on the lot, the mm -hmm. elevation of the clinic can be anywhere from three to to five feet higher than where than our home, so it's it's going to help a lot, um, but it's not going to completely uh, obscure the view. What about the trees and the uh, and the screening that's currently there? Would that uh, would they stay there? Come down? What's yeah? So we um, uh, we're uh, you know very um, the reason why we moved out to this particular lot is because of the park. So we're very respectful with the, with regards to the trees, and we had, you know, the ash borer and some of the other issues kill off about 30 trees in on our lot. We did the best as as we could to save most of them, um, so uh, no trees will be touched. And if there's a particular tree that's in the line of the fence line, we'll probably go around it. We'll probably not have a section of fence there if it's directly in the path. I see. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Any other uh, questions from members of the board? Yeah, I've got uh, just a few oh. questions, Mr. Anzalone. Um, I think when we talked, I mentioned I spent a fair amount of time Sunday uh, on the property between your house and the veterinary clinic. Um, is that parcel to the immediate uh, west of the tree line uh, one of the parcels that uh, comprises your property? Uh, no, that's... Uh that that was a parcel that was split off and sold separately to the vets at the time we acquired our our other parcels. Okay, 
Um, I studied the uh, the roof and, and the veterinary clinic building and, and the poles around the area. I didn't see any surveillance cameras, and and I'm curious to know exactly where they're positioned so that uh, you've got some concern about um, privacy. I'm told by the the vet's husband that uh, you know they're inside the the main window there at the lobby, facing the house. The lobby. They've of the, got a, of the they've vet? got a giant six foot picture window that faces our our backyard. So as you walk into the lobby of the vet clinic, you see directly into the backyard of our our home. All right, but there are no windows on that side of your house facing the veterinary clinic. I, I, they're two-bedroom windows, and they're, they're sliding glass doors. All right. I yield. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Gong. Any other comments or questions from members of the board? Thank you. Do we have any comments or questions from members of the audience who may be here on, in attendance tonight that might uh, have an interest in this particular matter? Seeing none, uh, I'll ask one more time. Any other comments or questions from members of the board? Hearing none, do we have a motion to uh, close this discussion? So moved. Second. I do have a second. Scagnano, thank you, seconded. Uh, I pass back then to uh, Mr. Chairman for the next appeal. Oh, oh yes, excuse me, we need a, a vote. But, uh, before we do that, let me, let, let's clarify something based upon what was just asked of you. Where are the sliding doors? Uh, and the two windows that you're referring to, please. They're on the rear of the house. Rear of the house. So that's facing to the north. It's facing the north, north side correct. of the house. Yeah. But okay. the, the clinic is set back about, could I see the graphic again there? No, I understand that. The yeah. clinic set back, of, you know, 300 feet from the road, which is 100 feet behind our house. Okay. So the view from the vet would be looking uh, north uh, northeast at an angle then to look into your the the view from the veterinarian clinic is is a giant picture going window southeast sorry at the at the at the facing the the entire backyard of our property. And it, <coughs> If you were to stand in that location, you could see north, east, and south okay. of our backyard. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for the motion and the second. Uh, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any nays? Uh, <clears throat> Any abstain? One abstention. I'll pass it back to you, Mr. Chairman, for the next appeal. Thank you. Uh, the next public hearing is on Appeal 202304. Timothy and Stacy Gelman for a variance from section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard on a corner lot instead of the rear as required by code, located at 1230 Woodview Way, per permanent parcel 605-24-035. We have an appellant. We do. Please identify yourself just for the record. Good evening. Um, my name is Timothy Gelman. I'm a co-owner of the property along with my wife, Stacy, who's here with me tonight. Tell us about your request and the hardship. Sure. So our request is to place the generator on the side yard as opposed to the rear yard of the property. And um, reason for the request is that um, 
in the course of construction of the um, of the property, uh, the builder uh, installed uh, transfer switches, gas line, and electrical panel um, on the side of the house where they were going to be putting the the generator. And um, as part of a um, review of what we wanted the builder to finish versus what we would finish, um, we um, decided not to have the builder install the generator but have everything set up for it. And then we would uh, put the generator in later. So um, we um, contracted with a um, company to put the generator in and applied for the permit, and that's when we were informed that we needed a variance because it was not in the backyard but as what we were requesting in the side yard. Um, the reason why we can't have it in the backyard is because we have a um, an installed um, slate um, patio in the back of the house. Uh, we also have the uh, coming around the corner of the back of the house. We have the um, uh, pool equipment back there, and then adjacent to that is the air conditioning equipment. And then at the very next spot after that is a um, uh, on the ground like an open window that goes into a. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but it's a, uh, a window that has a, um, to the basement, um, and it, so we can't put it there. So then the very next spot would be where we put the generator. And it's um, on the side of the house, but it's not that visible from the street. And so, um, so that, that's why we would need to put it there. And so I, I think what I'm hearing is that your builder actually designed this to have a generator in the side of the house. Correct. Um, and was that your request, or was that just what the builder did? That's how they designed it. And um, subsequent to uh, finding out that we had to have a variance, um, we did um, apply for a approval from the um, homeowners association, and we received that, and that's included in the material packet there. Um, so. Um, our understanding is that that's kind of a standard thing for them. Uh, and it looks like you're planning on tucking it kind of beside the the, the house because your house has some various juts to it. That's the intent. Exactly. I mean, you're, so at a, you're it, at a corner, so it's hard to hide. Correct. It's uh, very difficult it, to hide. But in that know. spot, um, there's a there should be a photograph. Um, you do have a photograph. It's kind of a screen. It was hard for me to determine orientation. Yeah, there, go. there you go. So, yes, you can. So, the back, which you can't see the back of it from here, but the pool equipment is on the very back, and then the air conditioning units are actually right here. And then this is the window that I was describing. So, it's a covered. Um, it's not a garden window because it's not rising up, but it's a cutaway window, and there's actually, uh, that window is actually egress to get in and out mm -hmm. if necessary, get it out if it's an emergency. Um, so obviously we couldn't put it there, and if it was in front of there, it's too close to <coughs> it. Um, and then it also starts getting too close to the property line. So to keep it as far away from the side property line as possible, uh, we want to just put it here. And this is the electrical panel that I mentioned. The gas line is actually another side of this fence that butts out here. And that's again where the builder had installed the gas line for the generator. <coughs> and then that way the pipe would just be a couple feet from here and there. So this is the location that we were requesting to, to put it in. And if you look at the, if you put the other picture up from the angle, 
So that's the front, and then this is an angle going towards the back. So it would be back here, back in there. So you can see how this, this jets out here, and then this tucks back, and then this butts out, and so it helps to help to hide it from the street. So it would be right there. It would be barely visible from the street. And in fact, we'd be planning on putting a couple shrubs in front of it. Um, it's probably about this high. So it's only two plus Mr. Hashman, it looks like you had a question. Yeah, I was just gonna, could you repeat that again? You're gonna you're gonna put shrubbery in front of the, uh, right, the, so the to unit. Help, to help hide it from the street, yeah. we would put like a, a couple shrubs there uh, in front of it. So well, well, not only for that reason, but also because these things are tested on a pretty regular basis and, and can make some noise. And, and when they're operational in an emergency, they'll make a lot of noise. So having a number of shrubs around that would probably be very helpful. All right, exactly, dead in that. We've had quite a bit of experience with that. Yeah, in fact, on the point of, um, they brought a good point on testing, uh, this generator in, in home we lived in in New Hampshire, we had a very the exact same generator. Mm -hmm. And it was programmed it only has to come on once a week for five minutes yeah. to charge. And you can program that anytime. So we had it, I think we set it up for like noon on Wednesday. So most people aren't home. If we set on Saturday, if that's easier for people. So it's pretty simple. Um, obviously, if there was an outage, then it's going to be on. But you'll commit to putting some sort of vegetation around it. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Could you install some plugs so your neighbor could plug in if there's an outage? No, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> the, uh, any further questions from members of the board? Does anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? <clears throat> hearing no questions, further questions, do I hear a motion to close this hearing? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman. Uh, second to Mr. Collins. Uh, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you, sir. Thank you. The. Uh, Next public hearing is on appeal 2023-05. It's Evergreen Woodcraft for Mark and Christy, sponsor for a variance from section 1151.262 to place a shed in front of the building line on a corner lot as shown on the drawing dated 1-19-23, located at 6610 Morningside Drive, permanent parcel 603-21-077. Good evening. Please identify yourself for the record. Yes, my name is Steve Kuyper with Evergreen Woodcraft, and um, the homeowners, Mark and Christy, are here as well, um, should you have any questions. So this is an, um, an adjustment from our previous request for a variance for a shed location. We had it uh, much closer to the street, kind of in an existing um, landscape bed, and, um, and then that was um, not approved. And so we moved it farther away from the street um, to the other side of that existing bed, and um, we have um, a scope from the landscaper and some, some designs to put um, some shrubs and things. So we actually took off some of the details of the shed, like the windows and things, and just more shrubbery um, to, uh, to kind of hide the, the building totally. Um, and so it's, it is in front of the building line, but it's pretty much right on the other side of the line. And the reason for that is the, the backyard is a hill. Um, from the building line to the street is a pretty, pretty strong hill. And so the flat spot, if you can see there, is between the swing set and the neighbors. And the, that, that back corner in the top right of that picture is really the flat spot of the yard where, where the kids play. Um, and that's really the only flat spot in the yard. Um, and so that we want to keep the shed out of there as much as possible. 
Um, and so that's the request. That, that's that's the reason for the request. Um, when we when we had it closer previously, when we previously requested it, we did talk with um, a lot of the neighbors, and we had I think five or six neighbors say, "Yeah, that's fine." Um, there was a neighbor. The ransoms are directly to the west, um, and they came and spoke, and they requested a more detailed plan of the shrubbery, um, and so we we included that um, with some grasses and and some arborvitaes to cover it. Um, and so, yeah, that's the basic plan. And we note that we do have a, a, a letter of support from the romances who are the neighbors most uh, affected. I'm just, I have a question for Mr. Sinek, just out of curiosity. The, the building line is, is off of Greystone. Um, Correct, on the corner lot, it's from right. both streets. So why is the address Morningside? <laughs> confused me, you know, because the address is more, it's Morningside. Yes. Is the address, but it it's a Greystone building line. Why isn't it on Greystone? The front of the house, actually, we would call the front door faces Morningside. It does? Yeah, and this is the Greystone side. So. Makes sense. Um, any questions from members of the board? Excuse me, sir. Uh, yeah. uh, Mr. Kuiper, the, uh, it looks like uh, on the drawing here around the red uh, square, there's a lot of uh, round circles and so on. That's where all the vegetation is going to go, I assume. Yep, yep, yes, that's exactly correct. The landscaper and I believe the designer have kind of talked about what they, they would look best. And there is, as you can see, there's an existing <coughs> line of arborvitaes um, against the deck. And so I don't think the goal is to be like a solid wall, but a little bit more of just a... a a nice looking flower bed with a mixture of things with some grasses, some arborvitaes, but also it would conceal the building um, almost entirely. So they will be relatively tall. Yeah, yeah. The ones that are there I think are about 12 feet tall and I don't think that's the goal. Mm. I think that the goal is to maybe keep them seven feet. The building is only going to be about nine or ten feet tall. Um, so we won't be we won't be having really tall arborvitaes there. Thank you. A, a question about, um, I guess, the deck construction. Is it contemplated that the shed would go, would go up after the deck construction is completed or concurrently? The, so the deck is currently getting built by a, a different contractor. Um, there's a lot going on at this house. I'm working on the siding, and we added some porches and things, some roofs. Um, and then there is a deck contractor that's doing the deck. Um, and they are currently underway. Um, they're figuring out where some other some details about it, but um, the c construction of the deck is currently underway. The shed would be done um, as quickly as we can get it on the schedule as soon if it's approved. Um, and are, are the blue stakes uh, in the lawn the, the markers for the shed location? That is, yes. Yeah, sorry, I realized um, I spoke with him today. He stopped out while I was working there, and he he mentioned that it's hard to tell because there were other flags from utilities and stuff. But there, yeah, the black stakes with blue flags is the proposed location. And, and what about the exterior appearance of, of the shed? Is it going to um, conform to the uh, yeah. decor of the exterior of the house, or is it going to be one of these sort of buy it at uh, Lowe's and drop it on the uh, concrete pad uh, shed? Yes. So this is this is a totally custom shed. So as I mentioned, we're doing all new siding and things on the house trim. Um, and new garage doors were installed um, last week as well. So the, the shed would be 
um, totally custom and match those details as well. So it'll be all new siding that would be the exact same siding, roofing, um, and trim, and garage door as the as the house will be in, when the house is complete. So that it'll be kind of a, all cohesive as a project. Then, thank you. And, and as we're looking at this red square, the the opening to access the inside of that shed would be on the left side. Correct. Yes, facing the existing driveway for bikes and things like that, mm -hmm. snow blowers, whatever. And I think that's what the, um, the ransoms requested as well. They don't want to see any doors or anything like that. Yeah. Mr. Sinek, if there is a, uh, if the front of the house is the, is the building line, and I know this is a corner lot, so let's take it that way that that is the, this is the backyard, there'd be no request, no need for it. They can put it any way they want in the backyard right. um, to deal with that. I do notice on the site plan, they, they did put the front of the house at 60 feet, you know, and I actually don't see on this drawing a building line on the drawing uh, off, of, uh, off of Greystone, but I take your word that there is a building line somewhere in there. I think the house is right up against the building line. It is, in the, it, over here it is. I just don't see a building line on this side, but maybe I'm missing it. The side being the shed side or the? This, this shed side. I don't see a building line on the drawing. On the screen, you could see the, the building line is right there. Okay, you got that. It just isn't really marked. Is in the neighbor's driveway to the south, does that abut the uh, boundary? The neighbor's driveway to the um, west, mm. is that what you mean? No, or in south, the picture on, above? On the morning side. Well, I'm not looking at this. Oh, okay. Um, on Morningside, there's a driveway right next to uh, yeah. the applicant's yes. house. Yeah, it's pretty close, yeah. Okay. Yes, it's, it's very close. We were working on that siding um, this week, and we were, we were putting our ladders on the, the neighbor's driveway. We, we talked to them a little bit. But, yeah, it's, it's very close. There's basically a flower bed and then about three feet of grass before it's the neighbor's driveway. Okay, thank you. Now, any further questions? Do we hear a motion to close the public hearing? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. Hazlitt. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you, sir. Our uh, fourth and final appeal is a Boomer and Sonia Kachin for a variance in Section 1151.24, a minimum 30-foot total site yards required to allow 28 feet for an addition located at 10728 Partridge Trail, permanent parcel, 602-05-062. Do we have an appellate? We do. Please identify yourself for the record. Good evening. Um, Boomer Cochin. This is my contractor, Jeff Romanini from Monticello Builders. I apologize for mispronouncing your name. No worries. Thank you. Um, thanks, everyone. Nice to see all of you. Um, we are trying to begin a renovation for the exterior of our house. Actually, before I get started, I'd like to give you another piece of visualization if I could yes. come up. So we are in the midst of starting a, a, a renovation for the exterior of a house that would that would um, in right now we have an outdoor patio that would need to be uh, ex extended out wide at wider and, and deeper into the yard. Um, the width that we're looking to we're trying to build it uh, about two feet east, which would um, cut into the setback of the, of the 30 feet that we currently have, making it 28 feet. Um, the reason for that is 
we, first of all, if we try to go west, the right butt up, you see in, that, in the visual that I gave you there, there's a, there's a circle um, that shows a kitchen window. Um, that kitchen window is, is kind of butted up to where the, 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 the patio would go. So if we go over that kitchen window, we're going to block natural light that's going to go into the kitchen. We don't want to do that. Um, so the idea would be that we would go east towards um, the property line, but not, not outside of the chimney line. Right, so the chimney is off the side, the eastern side of the house, two feet. It would be, it would, it would line up flush with the edge of that. Um, that gives us additionally, it gives us more space underneath the covered patio. To the idea for this renovation is to add more functional value to our house for our family and for you know, the um, our close family that lives in the in the neighborhood. So any sort of increase that we can get there adds to the functionality of the build uh, and makes it kind of worthwhile. So. Um, we're asking for those additional two feet towards the, the property line to, to, to help with the renovation. I think also, you know, it's going to help too from a safety standpoint, being that his, that section will be off to the side and it won't be directly, directly out from his, from his sliding glass door. Um, I think that's, that's a big thing to mention too. Also, as you can see from the site plan, he, he's already limited right now on his on his site plan. He's got 15 on both sides. So if he goes out one way or the other, he he kind of it was in need of a variance. So that's what brings us to the meeting. Specifically, what Jeff was saying that bump out when regarding safety that is where the the grill um, unit will be, as well as the other cooking stations. The, to pull it out away from the center area of that. Um, uh, of the covered patio, just add safety to. We have two. We have two small children. Um, add safety keeps allows you to cook and to eat outside, um, as well as entertain. So kind of separates the two, creates a safety, a, a safe space for uh, for everyone out there. And and again, this new uh, paper that you gave us to to scoot this whole addition over so you don't so you just put it within that is going to impact this window or and also impact the slider that would impact that window the yes window, and the window above there's a window in the in the um bathroom above as well if you um if since you're going through the the printouts it's page 15 i believe 15? um yeah that's right. a, that'll be helpful next one right there and so um you'll see so you could see from a side angle. So we'll talk to the left side of the patio, the western side, right? Um, you have the kitchen window that's just right next to that column. So if we keep going further, that would, that would, we would cover that that kitchen window. Um, so we now the whole addition is not bumped out east towards the neighbor's property line. It is just a little bump out of the patio and 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 kind of a a space over top um, that wind and rain come in from the east too just to prevent more from coming in can um, you mr can you go to the rear elevation this is the whatever elevation it says do we have this a, one is, that, that, that is the is rear, rear that yeah that is the rear yeah oh, it's i'm blocked because can you screw it up oh yeah i'm blocked i was blocked oh because the, 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 oh, the camera that, yeah. that's, that's why uh, oh boy and that picture i that's gave a, you is the our, same rear right. elevation that's all right thank you All right, thank you. Any further questions? 
Yeah, uh, uh, I noticed that uh, you didn't check off whether or not you had checked with your neighbors. Uh, you did. I did. Uh, <clears throat> Dominic Crusoe's neighbor on the side where the um, uh, where the the variance is requested towards um, the east side. Uh, there will be. Bob, as you saw, you came on the property and, and you saw right now we have a privacy, privacy shrubs that, that are beneath our, 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 our property line. That will stay, uh, continue to stay. On the other side, Joseph Gabby, um, he has, I have a signed document from him. He signed yesterday that, that uh, granted consent for the variance as well. And you'll still have plenty of room between the vegetation and the new addition for moving equipment in the back if necessary. And yeah, currently right now we have a walkway that you go around that. There's a path that leads you to the the HVAC unit that's out that's out back. That will continue, that will be there and, and stay there as well as uh, enough room to to move into that space. Thank you, Mr. Coach. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Any further questions? Does anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing nothing further, is there a motion to close? So moved. Second. Uh, moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, please call the roll for the regular meeting. Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hassman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collins? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. We all received the uh, Board of Zoning Appeals annual, re annual report. We um, thank our secretary for putting this together for us. Uh, are there any questions about this or comments? Do I hear a motion to uh, approve the 2022 uh, detailed report of the Board of Zoning Appeals? So moved. Second. Um, moved by <laughs> Mayor Ruby, seconded by Mr. Collin. Um, all those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstention? <clears throat> We got to relive our whole year again. It was, it was quite exciting. Uh, we also received the minutes of the January 9th, 2023 um, meeting of the board. Any comments or additions or corrections to that? Hearing none, is there a motion to approve those minutes? So move. Second. Moved by uh, Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. Caruso. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? And I abstain. Do I hear a motion on Appeal 2023-03? Mr. Chairman, uh, I would move that the board <coughs> vote on and, if approved, pass on to Council for their consideration Appeal 2023-03 for one, a variance from Section 1185.03A, maximum fence height of four feet to allow six feet fence height, and two, a variance from Section 1185.02D to install a solid board type fence instead of the permitted types of fence, and three, a variance from section 1151.234B to allow a fence to be located in other than the rear or side yard as required by code, a variance from section 1151.03C to install a fence on a vacant lot located at 13161 Chippewa Road, parcel number 602-30-018. Second. Second. Uh, Mr. Chairman, before we go ahead and vote, I just want to ask one more question of the appellant. Um, this material that the fence will be made out of is a cedar? Um, yeah, so actually we, uh, we did some research on, uh, on the Western Reserve style. And so we're, it's, uh, it's a wood board fence. It's actually pine, but it's, uh, 
It's an old method that they used in the Western Reserve to preserve without painting. So it's a charred wood and um, it's oiled with uh, linseed oil and pine tar. So it's 100% biodegradable and it's what you would have seen here 100 years ago. In this I'm just kind of curious, in a, a year or two, will this fade to the point where it will uh, kind of blend in with the surroundings or will it stick out like a, <laughs> a white thumb? If uh, I think it blends in nicely with the uh, with the surrounding. That, that, that was it. Yeah, and it can be retreated with linseed oil every couple couple of years. I see. Thank you. Don't need to ask that question. And and you, I, as I noted at the beginning, I'm going to be abstaining from uh, this, which means there'll be five uh, members that are going to vote. You need four. Uh, we, uh, at least the practice um, that I've had one with chair, I think the board has had, is to offer the uh, appellant a uh, opportunity to table for uh, another month. No guarantee that there's going to be the same because I will always be abstaining from it, or we can just go forward with the vote today. So it's really up to the appellant. I think we should go forward. Perfect. Please call the vote. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? No. Mr. G Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Rose? Abstain. We made it. Um, we had four uh, votes for, this for this appellant and all other appellants. That means the variance has been recommended to City Council. You'll be able to find out by watching City Council, either here in person or in, um, a week from tomorrow, or calling the building department uh, a week from Wednesday, and they'll tell you whether City Council has approved the variance. Um, you have six months to act upon your variance, or else it will lapse. Um, do I hear a motion on Appeal 2023-04? Uh, Mr. Chairman, I move that the board uh, vote on and approve Appeal Number 2023-04 for a variance from Section 1326.02 to install a generator in the side yard on a corner lot instead of the rear as required by code located at 10230 Woodview Way, permanent parcel number 605-24-035, and forwarded to council for consideration. Second. Moved and seconded. Are there any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Mr. Collin? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. Do we hear a motion on Appeal 2023-05? Mr. Chairman, I move that uh, <clears throat> this Board of uh, Zoning Appeals uh, vote on and if uh, approved, pass along to City Council for their consideration. Appeal 2023-05, Evergreen Woodcraft for Mark and Christy Sponseller for a variance from Section 1151.262 to place a shed in front of the building line on a corner lot as shown on the drawing dated 11, excuse me, 11923, located at 6610 Morningside Drive, permanent parcel 603-21-077. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. Collin. Any further comments or questions? Please call the vote. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And finally, do I hear a motion on Appeal 2023-06? Mr. Chairman, I move that the board vote on and approve Appeal Number 2023-06 
and forwarded to Council for its consideration for a variance from Section 1151.24, a minimum 30-foot total side yards required to allow 28 feet for an addition located at 10728 Partridge Trail, permanent parcel number 602-05-062. Second. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. Any further comment or discussion? Please call the vote. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hassman? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. Uh, we've uh, all four been uh, recommended to City Council. Um, we'll all find out a week from Wednesday or uh, Tuesday if you watch. A uh, report from Council. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, Charter Review continues to meet. Uh, they've worked very diligently. Uh, it's a process that our city goes through every 10 years. Uh, the next Charter Review meeting is February 27th at 6 p.m. here in City Hall. As have all the meetings, they're all open to the public, so anyone interested, I encourage them to attend. Um, the next planning meeting is February 23rd. That'll also be here in City Hall. Begins at 7 p.m. Um, I'm sure people have noticed the work on Glenwood Trail is progressing nicely, mm. as is the uh, the work on Chippewa Road and Calvin Drive. I actually drove it myself today and was impressed by how well the traffic kept flowing. Um, bids were submitted to the school board for the Highland School property, so we'll see how that turns out. Not the ball's in their court, and I just wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. That concludes my report. <laughs> hey, Ruby. Thank you. Uh, the State of the City address will be on uh, uh, next week on the 22nd uh, at 7 o'clock, 6.30. The doors will open. If you wish to attend, uh, please uh, feel welcome. Um, the conversation with the mayor will be the day before that at 2 o'clock. The difference between th those are uh, the long version is on the State of the City, the short version for our... Uh, our people at Human Services starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So it gives uh, folks an opportunity to either attend during the daytime or in the evening. Um, City Hall will be closed on the 20th, uh, Monday, for President's Day. Uh, rubbish will be picked up on Tuesday. The normal uh, pickup on Monday will be on Tuesday then. And lastly, I will echo what uh, Mr. Crusoe said. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. Thank you. You have an enjoyable time. Thank One you. thing uh, uh, to discuss, the Charter Review has asked the, um, us to comment on one of the things that they're considering. They actually asked to, uh, to a response a little earlier than, than this, but I wanted to bring it up to this board. One of the things that's being considered by Charter Review is adding an alternate to planning and zoning, at least planning and zoning. I don't know if they're considering it for others, but probably mm -hmm. just us. Mm -hmm. um, with the uh, two-fold purpose, one is it gives one more seat for people to gain experience in city government. Um, and secondly, it gives an opportunity where the alternates would attend if you have somebody who's on vacation, somebody who can't make it, there's less likely to have quorum issues or the issues we have with uh, uh, voting. Uh, that person would sit, that person wouldn't participate unless somebody is not, uh, is not there. I think, uh, assuming you have somebody willing to do that, I personally think it's a it's a good idea for all those reasons that they state. It's a real commitment they're making. It's like being an alternate juror where they may not do all the work and they may not be able to participate, but they can still participate every other way. So it's just before responding, I wanted to see if there are any other thoughts about having 
on this board having an alternate member uh, to sit. So I'll open it up if anybody has any comments. I think it's a very good idea to have some bench strength. And uh, should there be an opening, I think that would be a natural person to consider if we wanted to have them become a permanent member. My thought. Nora, what do you, you think? I think it's helpful in situations like tonight when somebody's missing to have seven possibilities and a better chance for the appellants. Colin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't see any downside. We'll pass that along. I don't know what planning thinks, but yeah. we'll pass that along to the charter review. It's, it was a, I think whoever came up with that idea, I thought that was a solid idea yeah. to do with. So I'll pass that along. One of the one of the questions you might want to ask is what is their proposed term for this? Also five years, as it would be for us. Um, I would assume so. I would That's assume what they're so. Proposing. You know, the, it would yeah, be a five-year term, and I think they would be. As you say, quite to your commitment. point too, there should maybe be a clause that it's not that it's it's in the charter, but if it's unfilled for a period of time, it doesn't impede our ability to do our business. All right, well, they're not an official. How does that handle, yeah. Mayor? They were talking about not having it in the charter. Okay. They were talking uh, talking about council giving the power to each of the boards to make their own decision if they wanted to have an alternate. And then setting and that's where where it sits right now. But they weren't they weren't going to and originally they were going to put it in the charter and they found out later on that the numbers and that are not in the charter, uh, the, just the creation of the boards. Right. So our, it, it, city council would do it. And right. It would either direct us to make our own rules like mm -hmm. we do, mm -hmm. or else do that. That I think that does make sense. And then, right, you don't want, sure do you want your what you're concerned to have happen. Say, but you're right. right down. I agree with you. You know, what you said that there should be that control. On it. I will pass all that along uh, to Kristen and to the secretary so they have it for their next uh, for their next meeting, which they're probably getting close to being done. I would assume. Um, try to review anything else for the good and welfare. Hmm. So I hear a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. I'm moving seconded. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Everyone have a good uh, rest of the evening. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Dennis, Mr. Yeah. Yes. Thank you.